What's up, fools? Welcome to the debut podcast from ROHWall.com. Hey, this is TJ Perkins. This is the king of old school, Steve Carino. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mike Mondo. Hey, guys, this is Ring of Honor's Adam Cole. Tommaso Ciampa is with us here today. Yeah, 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 you know what it is. It's the It Force, Red Titus. <laughs> you smell that? Oh, but... <laughs> Make sure you log on to the ROH podcast. Or is it ROH Cast? And the American Wolf, Davey Richards, is here. Welcome to episode 50 of ROH Cast. This is Nigel McGuinness. Stay tuned, wankers. I'll give you the power of London. And we're joined by a very special guest, TJ Perkins. Pasta La Vista. This is Nick and Matt Jackson, the young dog. My friend, is this Pat Sinclair? If not, who is this? Welcome to episode 69. They say they made all podcasts equal. They were wrong. Current Ring of Honor ambassador, Gary Silken is here. The Ring of Honor's newest commentator, Caleb Seltzer. What up, what up? This is your boy, ATH, Captain Motivation himself. This is God's gift to professional wrestling, QT Marshall. This is Bobby Fish, one half of Red Dragon. Oh, this is the undisputed Burger King Keeper. Welcome to episode 100. The ROH cast. You can't get enough of me, my it, friend. Exactly. You can't get enough of me. Two, two. Two, two. Two, two. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 120 of the ROH cast, the final episode ever of the ROH cast. It is the end of an era. My name's Harry, I am the web designer and co-owner of ROHworld.com and as always, I'm here with the other half of the ROHcast A-Team, formerly known as the podcast's worst nightmare, now known as the American Bearded Nightmare, John. I promise everybody that the final episode of the ROH cast will be more satisfying than the series finale of How I Met Your Mother. It's going to be very, very satisfying because we are also joined by some may know him as the podcast bandit, some may know him as the podcast missionary, I think. He is the leader of stuffing crutches for undersized manliness. Stuff pants Steven is here. The A team? Surely I should be the A team. Well, you did sort of leave us and create a heel faction set up. Well, I, I heard the figures went right down and I left, so I, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> yes, we are here for the final ever episode of the ROH cast after, I believe, two and a half years the podcast has, has come to an end. Also known as too long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, two 120 episodes started in September 2011, so... It has unfortunately come to an end, and the three of us, the original trio of the ROH cast, have reunited for one final show. The three-man band of the ROH cast? You could say that, and I wish I had that music lined up, but I don't. Um, <laughs> so We don't really have much of a plan for this show. We just thought, well, we haven't done a, p- a podcast since February, and it's now April, so we might as well do a proper send-off for the podcast as opposed to ending on a strange cliffhanger, so... Where do we want to start, guys? I mean, 120 episodes, two and a half years. What do you have to say about that? I don't know if it's something to be proud of or ashamed of that we've done 120 episodes of this. I'm uh, not sure what's worse, us doing this or people listening to it. 
<laughs> Point the finger at all the RH <laughs> This is my major heel turn on the last episode. <laughs> I still can't believe people actually enjoyed listening to this. I was very surprised at the, the positive response we always got. I don't think we ever got a bad comment about this show, which is very strange, considering the internet. We, we... I'm considering how bad it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of people seem to enjoy it, so, well, we can't blame them. We do thank everyone for their support over the past two and a half years, but... Yeah, about, I think without the questions, we'd have probably finished sooner. Yes, that, definitely. That definitely made it, uh, you know, interesting and fun on our end when we got those you know, funny questions or just questions that made us think, so... Yeah, we got a lot of really interesting questions, and they, they often were just the bulk of the show, because if... There's yeah. hardly any Ring of Honor news each week, and most weeks we didn't even watch the TV show. We now, I'm not really sure how we managed to put out a, a show every week. So, during, yeah, me and you especially didn't really seem to watch the TV show much. And and I was forced to. <laughs> <laughs> There's never really forced that much to. news, is there, in Ring of Honor? So, no. Which is why when we first started it, we first planned to have it sort of once, but just um, after every pay-per-view, didn't we? And then Yeah, good thing we did that role, isn't it? And then it turned into every week. <laughs> Yeah, it became a weekly thing, and it and it was for most of the up until sort of late last year when uh, Team America had their brief stint, and look how that turned out. So, oh, yeah, USA, USA. <laughs> the A team brought it back for a little bit, though, didn't we, John? After episode hundred, we did. We held it down while Steven was off stuffing crotches. <laughs> you, know, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> um, so. John, is there any Ring of Honor news for us to go to this week? It's been two months since the podcast. I'm sure you've just got loads of news for us. I'm sure I would have if I've actually watched Ring of Honor in these previous two months. But I can't say I've seen a single second of Ring of Honor <laughs> since since maybe Final Battle. That's terrible. Uh, the last time I watched Ring of Honor was the first match of Final Battle, which I think had Matt Hardy in it. You only watched one match. <laughs> I watched one match. Was it that bad? I haven't seen anything else of Ring of Honor in a very long time. But we will go to the news because there's one bit of news I want to talk about and then we'll just take it from there. I'm just, I'm just imagining some listeners seeing that there's a new episode and just thinking, oh, yes. We've got two months of TV reports for John. I <laughs> <laughs> just tune in and we're like, well, we haven't watched it in <laughs> So the one bit of news that I do actually, I'm, I'm actually aware of and would like to talk about is that Ring of Honor are going back to iPay-Per-View on Ustream this time. What do we think about that? Thank God it's not themselves putting it on. Thank goodness they're going with another company to help them provide it because it actually might might work this time. <laughs> no, that, they'll find a way. They will definitely find a way. To screw something it. is guaranteed 100% to get Somebody will fall over a cable or, or something will happen. We had like all the Go Fight Live issues and then they did it themselves, failed at that. And then Go Fight Live were like, oh, we, we can do it now, we're all right. And then they failed anyway. <laughs> so maybe it's their time to try it. I mean, it'd be, it'd be good if it worked because I saw a thread online somewhere that was... <laughs> Excuse me. The list of um, wrestling pay-per-views this weekend. So, I think, that, I think that was really the beginning of the end for me. Was when they. I'm not sure if I was actually stopped watching before they stopped doing 
pay-per-views. I'm not sure. Mm. But, no, I think it was afterwards. It was just la- just afters. But I think, I don't know, without any eye pay-per-views, there's just nothing, I don't know, nothing to look forward to. I mean, well, the know. shows feel the same. The house yeah, because the eye pay-per-view, even though it might have just been a regular house show, otherwise, having it live on eye pay-per-view made it feel that much more special and that much more exciting. And I think it's good that they're giving it another try, especially with the two shows they're having with uh, New Japan. Is the, is the two shows they're putting on eye pay per view? Yeah. So it shows people are interested in seeing. So it's, I think it's cool that they're actually being able to provide it live, or at least attempting to provide it live. I hope it does work, but I'm kind of missing the fact that we won't be doing a podcast laughing about it. Because <laughs> those are always fun. Every single post pay per view podcast will just be us moaning about how the stream was completely terrible. <laughs> and we even had that episode that we. Because I think like half of the pay per view didn't work, so we uploaded. Orange Cast episode 82, part two. People are like, where's part one? <laughs> yeah, I love that. And it still says that online. It's brilliant. I mean, people say, like, they, I know that they um, upload, do they upload all the house shows or most of them to the view on demand? I don't know if they actually do all of them, but. I believe it's all of them, yeah. I mean, even so, though, like, even if you don't see results and they upload it a few days afterwards, it's still not the same as watching an iPad view live. I don't. It's just I don't know why. It's just not the same feeling, is it? Even though you might not know the results, it's still you're not experiencing it with everyone else. So it's yeah, not the same. One good thing about watching it live was that sort of community and social aspect of it. And there's a good thing our forum recently did for a couple of the past video on demands is where they said, Oh, at this time on Saturday the blah blah it's all meet on the forum and just watch the show <laughs> at the same time to sort of recreate the IP view feeling. So yeah. that was quite a cool thing the forum were doing, but obviously with the return of IP view that hopefully will actually work. That won't be necessary, but... I mean, that's how we got into ROH, wasn't it? The iPad yeah. Without yeah, iPad views, we would have never... There wouldn't be because... no... Without Go Fight Live, there would probably be no <laughs> ROH World. Think about that, because... Well, we, I mean, did they ha- They had HD net, didn't they? But obviously, we don't have that over here, and yeah, no one in America has it either, so no one ever watched it. <laughs> um, I think I was the only person in the world that had that channel. That's actually how I found Ring of Honor. Yeah, and it's What's expensive um, to like to buy DVDs and get them sent over, yeah. all the, the postage and customs and whatever. So, yeah, iPad View is the only way that we ever would have got into ROH. And I mean, uh, maybe we should sort of tell everyone why we sort of don't watch Ring of Honor, you know, Ring of Honor anymore. And I think, because personally, I think I might actually watch one of the iPad Views. I mean, I'm not gonna, I probably won't start watching Ring of Honor as much as I used to, but. I always, you know, the iPad views are always good. Even when Ring of Honor was terrible, the iPad views, you know, the match quality was always good. So, <coughs> boiling point. Apart from boiling point, <laughs> um, I might actually, yeah, I might actually watch the iPad views just to sort of a bit of a nostalgia, see if uh, you know I enjoy them as much as I used to. But yeah, but I mean, what you, John said he hasn't watched it in a couple of months. Obviously, you haven't watched it in a while, Harry. I mean, what what's sort of the main reasons why you've not watched Ring of Honor in a while? John, do you want to go first? Uh, for too many me. reasons. <laughs> I guess just for me, it's lack of time and that just the TV show on a week-to-week basis wasn't that interesting. There was never anything anymore to really grab me and keep me watching. And I know now they're doing everything we always ask them to do, have Adam Cole as the champion, have the Young Bucks as the tag team champions, but there's just I don't have any reason to care about it. So I'm having a hard time getting into it, and I just haven't been able to get my interest back into watching it on a weekly basis. Yeah, so one of the main reasons for me is time, working full-time. I rarely have time to watch, sit around watching wrestling. I I watch Raw every week, but 
by watch I mean it's recorded and I just skip through it and rarely watch it in full at all. I, there's often matches I just skip completely, so even that I don't sit through all of it. NXT I watch in full every week, but that's a different story. But the Ring of even when we did this podcast and <laughs> I was at I, I I love Ring of Honor and I always wanted to see it. I'd watch every eye pay per view with with you guys live, and I often did the report sometimes. But I still didn't. Do, do you remember? I never used to even watch the TV then, did I? Even uh, when I, I, was... I rarely did either. There was there was just nothing to make you watch it because obviously we knew that we had to do spoilers, so we knew the results weeks you know before anyway. And I don't know that the thing with Ring of Honor is that there's you know the, the matches that they have on. Are, you're going to see those matches again anyway, and they're going to be better on our pay per view. So there's no real reason to to watch watch the TV as long as you sort of know what the storylines you know storyline is. Then yeah. there's, there's no real reason to watch the matches because you know on TV you're never going to get a an eye pay per view length match on TV anyway. So you know, generally the quality is not going to be as good, which is not their fault at all. But it's just you know the, the situation they're in with the one hour sort of time slot. Yeah, for me, like when I think, obviously, I don't know what the TV show is like now. It could be vastly improved. I don't know. But I doubt it. <laughs> one fact: it wasn't high definition, so it didn't look very good. They had these sort of really cheap, really cheap segments involving Kelly, Kevin Kelly, where it was like inside a Ring of Honor. It just felt, I don't know, it just felt dated. It'd just be these random matches. You mean when, when Mondo slammed a, a locker to get a world title shot? Stupid things like that. It never, week to week, never hooked me. It felt like there was progression and it was just sort of... I mean, do you remember when like the go-home shows for the you know, pay-per-views would be nothing... Like, the go-home show would be the same day as the pay-per-view, so the week... Yeah. It would air at the same time as the pay-per-view was airing. <laughs> just what? And it just never hooked me week to week. There's no reason for me to tune in next week, and I think that that was why I never really tuned into the the, the TV. And without, but then stopping our involvement with the website, I have no idea what's going on. So, I, and they stopped high pay per views. And when there's a video on demand, as a, as what I am now is a casual Ring of Honor fan. Well, casual, I know of it. <laughs> <laughs> you know of its existence. Like, how do I know if? Supercard of Honor, which is a video on demand. How do I know if that's a bigger show than another video on demand that's on the same website at the same price? Like, at least with iPay views coming back, there's that differentiating factor. But when it's just all video on demand, like which ones to buy, which ones I'm supposed to watch? Like back in the prime days of Garwich Cast, it was always right. We're heading towards Final Battle now. We're heading towards Gloria Barna. We're heading towards the anniversary show. We always knew what was sort of the next big thing to look forward to. And we could just sort of skip the TV and just sort of wait for that to happen. But these days, I'm like, well, I don't know. I just don't really have the interest to, to sort of tune in. And I, I find it funny that we're, we're all on here. None of us watch Ring of Honor. We're all saying why we don't watch it. Podcast <laughs> is just going to be listened by Ring of Honor fans. But we're, not, remember, we're, not, we're not bashing it. We're not... No, I'm not saying it's bad. I, I'd like nothing more than Ring of Honor to prosper. I still, just because I don't watch it anymore doesn't mean I want them. You know, want to see them fail or anything. I don't. Personally, I don't know if it's just me losing interest in Ring of Honor you, or just wrestling you, in general. You don't because... watch wrestling at all, do you? No, I mean I never. Still do. I haven't watched like WWE or TNA or anything non-ROH for years. I mean, I can't actually remember the last ROH show I watched. It must be about six months ago now because. I, didn't, well, I can't even remember. What, what was the final battle? What was the main event? 
Um, um, Jay Briscoe, <laughs> Michael Elgin, and Adam Cole. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I don't even remember the the build up to that. So it must, yeah, it must be probably more than six months since I watched Ring of Honor show. And was the last show you watched uh, Night of Hoopla? It probably oh, was. God, if, if it was just Night of Hoopla, I'd watch it. All. Yeah, if Night of Hoopla two occurred, I would definitely watch that. Even if it was on view on view on demand or whatever, I would definitely watch that. But yeah, I think same as you guys. Like, you, I don't know, you get less time, and then you, I don't know, you when you haven't got as much time, you. You only pick sort of things that you really want to spend time on, you know, don't yeah. you? Yeah. I don't know, especially with us doing the website as well. I think maybe if we just maybe we got burned out, perhaps. That's what I yeah, think may have been happening. Yeah. Keep up with it so much may have burned us out on it. So maybe here in a few months we'll get back into it, but who knows? Yeah, and then we'll be like, we, hey, the, the podcast is back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with the with the iPad reviews, I think I'll watch them and see if I can get a bit of the old spark back because. You know, I, I always loved Ring of Honor, so I don't see any reason why I wouldn't. You know, it hasn't really I, changed that much, has it? I, I mean, would I know... like to try and check out Supercard of Honor. I mean, it is WrestleMania weekend, so maybe I'll spend because it, it's on Friday, right? I mean, when's the video on demand going to be up? If it's up before WrestleMania, I might watch it. But is that the only show they've got this weekend? Or they got two? They have a TV taping Saturday as well. So if they can get that Supercard up before WrestleMania. I might even take a stand here and say, I'll watch it. <laughs> That's dangerous. I know. You know, my stands always turn up. Did Jay Lethal ever win the world title? <laughs> How many times did I say that? Because <laughs> you got to think as well, like a whole show, a Ring of Honor show is, so, like if you're on demand, it's three hours. If they, mm. you know, sometimes they have two view on, you know, two house shows on a weekend. You know, six hours. That's a lot yeah, of time to invest in watching. Especially like I say with us, um, I mean, Don used to do the report sometimes, the view on demand, you know, it takes, a, you know, it takes longer than that. Sometimes you have to pause and, you know, rewind I or whatever to, if you miss something or, so it, it's, it doesn't seem like much, but it's, I th- yeah, I think I probably agree. Maybe we just got burnt out a little bit. If by... you think about it, we, when we set up this website over three years ago, we were all students. We all had a lot of free time. Yeah. We that's... Ring of Honor. So we put, we put a lot of time into Ring of Honor into the RH, where rhworld.com, we had all the articles, we had the podcast, but we because we were still students, we still had free time to do other things. And then as we sort of our free time has gone down, we've sort of reduced the content on the website, reduced our involvement. And now we're like, perhaps we associate, when our brain is like, oh, that's what's Ring of Honor, we think, oh, that means writing the report, or that means, yeah, that means effort. Oh. Effort, like we associate it with all that work we have to keep going into the site. So maybe it is, it just does get burnt out because... If you remember, the product was really bad. Yeah, we've been through times when Ring of Honor was terrible during we that. We watched it regularly when it was really bad, and we made fun of it, sort of. Maybe, we maybe, maybe if it got really terrible again, we'd start watching. <laughs> <laughs> we, we always seem to have more to talk about when it was terrible, so maybe it has to go really bad. Yeah. Where's Cornette? Get Cornette back in. <laughs> I just think it's a matter of... I think, yeah, I just think it is us getting burnt out on it, that we spent so much time running the website, the podcast, doing the live reports, the live tweeting, everything we have to do for the website, that we just got to the point where we just couldn't take it anymore because the product now is so much better than it was back then. Yeah. So if only we just started, like, if only we were sort of younger now and we had just started our work now, it's, it's awesome. It's only going to get better from here. We don't have to go through half the mania and stuff. But then we wouldn't have to... Oh, come on. Don't say that. That was, that was brilliant. <laughs> yeah, you take that back right now. <laughs> We wouldn't have had the Easter, so maybe it was a good thing we had. Yeah, so many good memories. 
Well, yeah, I mean, I guess what some of are some of our best memories from the show, from the ROH cast. cast. Hmm. <laughs> this is really obvious, but Prince Nana. Every time Nana... Yeah, just, just him, just Prince Nana. Three times? Three times, yes. And, yeah. and every t- single time it was hilarious and amazing. Like, the first time where... We, we, are, we, are we allowed to tell people when we first when we phoned him up and we weren't recording? Yeah, whatever, yeah. <laughs> was that when he's like, Oh, you call me back in ten minutes exactly. Exactly, exactly ten minutes. He was like, Exactly ten minutes. It's three oh two right now. Exactly <laughs> ten minutes. And we did. We were exactly ten minutes when we got the interview. And, and then uh, he was perfect quality and then said, Oh, give me a second, I'm just gonna go outside and he was suddenly he's got the roof of uh, that was the it, roof yeah. of his whatever it was. It's kinda like block. he answered like um the phone in his like flat or his condo or whatever, and then was like, I'm just gonna go up to the roof and the quality <laughs> just went horrific and you could just hear traffic and he we did the interview anyway and it's still awesome, but it just sort of it made us love Nana even more because he was just <laughs> awesome stuff happened even when we weren't recording. Like it's in our. It's been in our, in our intro forever when he botched his little segment where he was like the ROH podcast, and then there's like a massive pause and we all laugh and he's like, "Did I say that wrong?" <laughs> and then we have to make him redo it. And then when he oh. came on, he was like, "Who is this? Is this Todd Sinclair?" <laughs> and the whole podcast, every time I spoke, he was like, um, is that? "He just kept calling me Todd Sinclair for some reason." It was brilliant. Or someone of that nature. <laughs> the first time we got really angry. Well, not angry, but. The no, character. You got angry with me, didn't you, every time I spoke? Yeah. I, I can't think... remember, but he was, it, he was always the most entertaining guest. That's why we had him on three times. Yeah, that's because he's just awesome. It's not even really a character, is it? It's just him. It's just him. He's he, just, he's just a, a fantastic guy. He's always been so nice. He, if it was the Nana cast, I'd still do it every week. <laughs> He'd be entertaining every single time. Is he still involved in ROH? Or... John, do you know? Uh, no. I think he might be. Oh, no. He last, better last, be. Last thing I heard, he, like, brought in out a lot of ink, and they were dreadful, so... Yeah, wasn't Hopefully it Palestine and Eddie himself. Kingston? Yeah. I'm not my, sure next, my next signing that. is the Guardians of Truth. <laughs> He's going to bring in the greatest tag teams of all time. He's starting <laughs> off without law ink. <laughs> I mean, but not only Prince Nada was good. Like, we had, like, a lot of really good interviews, I thought. I think that was always, like, my favorite episodes to do. Yeah, the interviews were always... I was. I don't think we've ever said this, but for an interview, we would meet up on Skype one hour before. And we, before that, we had no questions. And we'd probably spend the first half an hour of that prep time talking shit and just laughing. And then, <laughs> then I would be getting pissed off, like, right, now we need to come up with some questions. And then we'd just like, throw together an interview. And they always turned out really well. So I'm surprised at how well they turned out, to be honest. And it, it, I, I found that the ones that I expected not to go very well, like the Caleb Seltzer and the QT Marshall ones, that actually went probably a lot better than I expected. But like the QT Marshall one, if I remember, was actually quite good. Yeah. And the Caleb Seltzer one was pretty good as well, I remember. You, you think, oh, he might, he's going to be a bit dull. Or, yeah, especially uh, seeing as everyone was just slagging him off. He's going to be a bit brief or whatever. They all, they all were really... I don't think we did a bad interview, to be honest. I think they yeah. all had to be good episodes. And we had... A good variety of guests I've actually heard in our intro. I mean, I love how we um, we interviewed Adam Cole for over an hour, and then I deleted oh, it. <laughs> yeah, that was completely deleted yeah. by accident, and we just told him, and he just came back and did it again. We thought he was going to be like really pissed so, off, didn't we? Yeah, you were pissed off with me. But... <laughs> I thought you were joking. Oh, the inter- interview's gone. I was like, oh yeah, okay. I was like, no, it's really gone. We were like, oh god. <laughs> 
<laughs> and we were like, oh yeah, by the way, Adam, thanks for the interview, but um, yeah, we deleted it. <laughs> and he was like, oh, that's fine. And then, yeah, they came back about a couple of months later, didn't they? And they did yeah. it again. Well, what about like our second episode ever? We was halfway through, and for some reason, it just stopped recording, and we didn't realize it until we already recorded like another forty-five minutes of stuff. Well, didn't we redo it? And we had to redo it all. Like the same conversation. <laughs> yes. God, that was, it was almost like a script then at that point. Wasn't it? We just knew what the person was going to say. It was, that was not good. I seem to remember we had a good interview with Steve Carino really early on. Yeah, it was one of our first episodes, I believe. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just going on. To yeah, the... one of the one of the first interviews we had. That was that was leading up to his match against Steen at Final yeah, Battle, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we had T.J. Perkins on an episode four. Can you believe that? A fourth episode had an interview on it. That's crazy. <laughs> well, T.J. Perkins is always really helpful with us as well. He he has been the most helpful wrestler by far to ROH World. And it's weird because he seems to have quite a bad like public reputation, doesn't he? Like a lot of people seem to think. Of, well, for whatever reason, I'm not really sure, but he has a like not a great reputation. A lot of people think he's a bit of a douche, but, but he's actually say, he's, such a nice. He's, he's the most helpful wrestler we've ever worked with. He he's is. always just so nice, and anything you know we asked of him, he would help us out or point us in the right direction. Yeah, so, yeah, he was always the young books are really good as well, especially after you know when we did that interview after they were released. released. Yeah. And, like, yeah. You know, how truth, you know, truthful they were, because it would have been easy for them just to be like, oh, you know, we don't want to do an interview or, mm. you know, dodge a lot of the questions. But they were, you know, frank and honest about the whole thing. So, yeah, yeah they were really, uh, really nice guys as well. I'm just looking back through the um, sort of the archives of the interviews. Do you remember when we had Mike Mondo on? I thought that was quite a good interview, actually. Yeah, Mondo was good as well. And um, what I do remember is he, he returned to Ring of Honor and posted on our Facebook page about talk about the return of Mondo. And I'd like to come on the show, something like that. And it was like we were going to do an interview with him, like another one. And then, if I recall, on that podcast, we just buried him and made. Oh, we completely shat on him, didn't we? We just yeah. made rape jokes about Maria, and then he just never <laughs> responded to our messages again. <laughs> probably because he listened. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we probably did like um, miss out on a few interviews because we were like honest and about wrestlers, but. I don't see the point in us doing it if we weren't going to criticise. Well, we weren't criticising people for the sake of it, and we didn't no. hate people. We just, if we thought someone was bad, like Caleb Sauter, we all said he was bad. But even when he came on the interview, we said, you know, you've had a lot of criticism, and mm. so it's not as if, you know, and he'd he'd heard the, he'd heard the podcast which we had been honest and you know said we didn't weren't massive fans of him, and yeah, you know, just because we were critical of some people, just you know, it wasn't. A personal thing, you know. If you think someone's bad at something, then I think if you want to say it, then yeah. say it. If someone's, you know, wanted to say we, they thought we were terrible at podcasting, then that's they're probably right, and that's their view. So. <laughs> <laughs> Don't encourage them, Stephen. <laughs> I do remember we had a, a really good interview with Davy Richards, like a surprisingly good, because he comes across as quite a quiet guy. But I seem to remember he's really talkative. Yeah, he was very. He's the one who approached us for that interview as well, if I remember. Yeah, right. we, we thought he was trolling, didn't we? Because it was a That's really right. weird email address, wasn't it? Yeah, we got this email that had nothing to do with like Davy Richards or his initials or anything in in sort of the email name, and it was like, "Hey, this is Davy Richards. Want to do an interview?" And I was like, "Uh, okay." And he, yeah, and we, we, like, talk, this is, we talked. This has got a bit troll. I got his phone number and I was like, hey, T- I just spoke to TJ Perkins. I was like, is this really David Richards? And he's like, yeah, it is. And I was like, ah, oh. because I was going to initially be like, 
send him questions, really stupid ones, <laughs> like, what was I going to, like, stupid, like, kicks to the head or something, I was going to just send him... You still hang out with Dan Seven or something? Yeah, just send him, like, <laughs> send him trolling questions until I was like, oh, shit, it's actually the real Danny Richards, and then we had a fantastic interview with him. Because he, he, he's another one that comes across as, like, quite a reserved guy, isn't he? Not someone that wants to actively speak to people, but... Yeah, it seemed weird that he like, actively wanted to do an interview with us, but... Yeah. And then we also had Nigel McGuinness on episode 50. That was another good interview. But didn't we have I Nigel thought. on one of the first ones when I interviewed you him did. in person? You interviewed was, him... You got unfortunately, naked in front of you. Yeah, yeah, I interviewed Nigel when he was practically... Yeah, naked in front of me. Um, it was after a show, wasn't he? He was changing back into his... Yeah, you could hardly clothes. hear it, unfortunately, because of the, they were taking the ring down, so you couldn't really hear him very well. But he was always a really, he was a really nice guy in person. Yeah, he was really helpful when he came on the podcast. Yeah, well, were there, was there anybody we didn't get to interview that we would have liked to talk to? Kevin Steen. That was supposed to happen on episode fifty and episode. Yeah, 100, didn't, we but... agreed several times with him, didn't we? And then... Yeah, it just sort of fell through. He just would stop replying, unfortunately. So that—that's always the guy who we actively tried to get, almost got, and then just didn't on like two occasions. So it would have been really good to have. I think Steen one time on. we even like. We almost even announced it, didn't we? Because he said, I'm sure we agreed like a day and everything. And he was like, yeah, that's fine. And mm-hmm. then when we, when we tried to agree a time, for some reason... It fell through, unfortunately. Yeah. I think yeah, another I think... one would be um, Truth Martini. Yes, that's what I was thinking of. I would have loved to talk <laughs> yeah. to him. That would have been great. And Charlie Haas as well. He's yeah, another oh, one that we... God, didn't we agree with him? And then... I don't... I think that was before we had the podcast. That was when we just had the website. and we. Oh, uh, yeah. I got in touch with him, and he said, yeah, that's about doing just an interview, like an email interview. And he said that was fine, but then for some reason just didn't bother replying. Yeah. So not many fell through. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I think we did well. With the amount of interviews we had, we were very, very lucky. And all the guys we did actually get to interview were always really nice, really helpful. And we never actually had any problems with anyone at all. But I definitely... We never, think... like, came... F- you know, at the end of the interview, we'd be like, "Oh God, that was, you know, that guy was a bit of a douche or whatever, did we?" Like, uh, they're all helpful, they're all nice, easy to talk to, so nah. they all helped us out. So there wasn't like a particular wrestler that ever, you know, really uh, was rude to us or anything, was there? Or, like, no, not no, their way to be a pain. So no, they always put up with us. In the but the wrestlers people. were the probably the the best people to work with. It was the other people that were the uh, that were the problems. Yeah, the rest is always really helpful. They'd pull up with us one thing, because obviously we're based in the UK, so we have to factor in time differences and stuff like that, and they were always really cooperative. I probably couldn't ha- understand half of what we were saying. No, I often wondered that. They just had no idea what we Mike were Mondo, saying. Mike Mondo, I think, wasn't he? Oh, he kept saying to me, oh, I'm sure, I think it was just me as well, I think he could understand you, but <laughs> I said about three questions, he'd just be like, can you say that again? So it was, oh, God. I just, that's reminded me of another Nana quote where he was like, who wrote that? Who wrote that question? <laughs> I think it was me and I just blamed it on you because you weren't there at the time. <laughs> I, think, I think that's the, the rule, that Orange Castle never return unless it's to interview Kevin Steen, Truth Martini or Charlie Haas. Those are the three. That's it. There's no one else. What about our beloved Kevin Kelly? Oh, God, no. He is, <laughs> I think he has been buried the most on this podcast. Do you agree? Because it's because he's not very good. <laughs> Either him or Mike Mondo, I would say, the two most buried people on the podcast. No, but didn't we start to like Mondo, like when he had some good matches? But that was more his okay. character. That wasn't really his fault. His All right, yeah, yeah. We, we, we buried his, uh, his storylines he, he was in. The, the rape storyline, yeah. We 
crapped on that for, <laughs> for obvious reasons. <laughs> but Cornet, Kevin Kelly... Cornet got a lot of hate. Oh, he did, didn't he? Yeah, yeah Cornet and Kevin Kelly, because... I mean, Cornet was just bad, and Kevin Kelly was just... Bad. Just bad. I mean, nothing personal against the guy. I mean, you know, he's always, you know, he's achieved a lot, been in WWE or F or whatever, and, but he's just, I don't, is he still commentator now, I'm guessing? As far as I know, he is. I mean, he's just, I mean, he, he might be good backstage and stuff, but as a commentator, he's just, he's just terrible. He's just so boring and just has no, doesn't, you know, even understand half of the moves. It wasn't <laughs> every move Jay Lethal did the lethal injection at one oh, point. Oh, God, yeah. And every, every yeah, box office smash. Oh, it's, just, <laughs> it's just, oh, it's terrible. Listen, I think maybe that was the ending point for me, was just listening to his voice. That <laughs> that's why we like Matt Hoopla so much, just no commentary. Yeah, that's, yeah, that, that's, how, that, that's why that show is so good, because you, you think a wrestling, you know, wrestling show without any commentary is going to be a bit crap, but... That was brilliant. Yeah. So, we've had some good interviews. We've, uh, we've all talked about our favourites. But what about the... That's not the, the bulk of the show. was just us three. Do you have any favourite moments or highlights you'd like to discuss from that? And please don't request clips because I, can't, I won't be able to find any. Well, that brings to mind... I think it's one of, the, one of the first shows we ever did when you said about Champa... <laughs> The power on the back of the knees. <laughs> that's episode one. Yeah, that was yeah, that was one of the first episodes. That was I don't know. I always remember that. I don't know why. I like. I, don't I remember know listening people... to the uh, the podcast on the train the next day, and yeah. I, I heard it again, and I literally was crying on the train. And people <laughs> such, such weird look. I don't know if we ever like revealed this, but we used to, if anyone would slip up, we would pause and re say it and edit it in later, and that's that would. We'd... We stopped that after like five episodes. No, it, it, it went for quite a while. Like you know, when our the show names were always quite serious it, for that era, it, it, I think it lasted. But then we got to the point where we just like screw it. So like nowadays, if I were to say power one to the back of his knees, we'd just sort of laugh and go with it. But back then, we'd like right, let's stop, edit this out. No one can hear us. Be terrible. Yeah, look, at some point we just switched from having. A descriptive title to a pun, didn't we? I don't know what what episode. And that was always that was always one of my favorite things we did is after the show trying to think of what the show name could be. <laughs> oh, we had some great ones. We did all the Haas and Matt Hardy related ones. We had several of those. Death before this Hardy is a good one. <laughs> I was always partial to Hostage Crisis. <laughs> it was like because you look on the on iTunes and it's like the old episodes were like. Showdown the Sun results or ROH on SBG, and then it became Hostage Crisis, <laughs> simmering towards boiling point. Long here comes time to get brutal. Uh, caged, caged hostility. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Hashtag Toot Toot Thursday. <laughs> There's one here called Non Title Huh. Like, what is that? <laughs> My favorite one. My, my, my favorite one is episode one hundred and eight. Kevin Kelly, take your clothes off. <laughs> episode sixty-five. You can't handle the two. <laughs> uh, this one called tight fitting sweaters. There's one just hashtag boom. No pants party. There's one called Ivan Ooze. That's not even related to Ring of Honor. <laughs> Most of the podcast wasn't. <laughs> Tornoment, 
get stuffed, <laughs> cabbage patch kids. <laughs> oh. oh yeah, we have some brilliant names. It was, I think the first one was Harshter's Crisis, episode 38. From then on, we were just like, right, screw these names. I can't believe we managed to come up with a name every week. We, we did often sometimes spend a while on it. Yeah, we did. John, <laughs> any uh, favourite moments or things that stand out? Um, probably my favourite thing that I ever did on the show was the when we had the minute to do the Charlie Haas puns. Yes, the challenge made. By Cheeseburger, before we even knew who he was. That was sent in by Cheeseburger. The Toot Toot Thursday Haas Pug Challenge. So I'd like to personally thank Cheeseburger for that awesome little segment we did. You had such ones as Haastioporosis, <laughs> Mohammed Hassan, and Hasta La Vista. I also had Hostrich. <laughs> That was that. That is one of my favourite segments. That that was that was fantastic. We should make that a weekly thing. Yeah. See how many husbands John could keep coming up with. I'm trying to think, what other segments or sort of moments that stand out? We had the uh, the, the troll markers questions. That was they good. were always good. Yeah, I, I like. I still think with really, it. This is the only podcast I'm aware of that <clears> would receive troll questions, <laughs> create a segment for it with its own <laughs> theme music, and read them every week. we actively promote trolling (laughs) one thing that I love is that with the questions we never filtered them we would just go to Twitter and just read every single one no matter what it said even if we'd already talked about it on the show even if it was offensive or a troll question we would still read everything (laughs) yeah we gave the questions no prior thought whatsoever (laughs) when you heard them on the show was the first time we heard them as well yeah it was brilliant and it made for so many, from what I recall, so many of the questions were just like, uh, uh, well, I need more time to think about this one. <laughs> and we just like threw out some names and then we'd never sort of, someone would say, what's your top three this? And we'd like throw out yeah. words and then just move on. Yeah, well, we'll I was just... thinking about it. We'll, we'll think about it for next week. We never did. No. <laughs> <laughs> and Harry's you know, infamous uh, knowledge of Japanese wrestling. Oh, of course, which I'm sure we'll get on today with the upcoming... Uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, is that right? Pay-per-views? I know, I, I, I'm sure you're ecstatic about those shows coming you up. You wouldn't believe it. During <laughs> <laughs> all this time, I've been scouting the Japanese... I always said I was scouting the Japanese talent in Ring of Honor. And then finally, I sent in my report, my dissertation, all about the top Japanese talent to bring in that I've been observing. And they flew them all in for these shows, so got me to thank for that. Um, What are the... We only did a few of these, but uh, the little special songs we did at the end of the shows are kind of like oh, the, uh, the, the, the songs. The Christmas song was one of my favorites. And I like the uh, A-Team intro that we did that one time, too. <laughs> what about Stuff, uh, Stuff Pants Stevens Scuff? <laughs> you can't Steven, have a little boot. That you, was good. Oh, yeah. Have you ever even heard the Scuff theme? Yeah, I've heard Oh, it. yeah. That's going to definitely things that we've done that when you were talking about offensive questions i mean those of offending people i think i offended the most amount of people oh god the largest section of the i seem to remember bleeping out a few things you said about jesus <laughs> <laughs> once you said <laughs> i think i genuinely edited out a, seg- a bit where you said i am the jesus christ of our witchcraft <laughs> i just thought wrong we're not having that and Why is that like, offensive? 
you to offend the people in wheelchairs. <laughs> I remember that. I think it's like David Richards. I you don't know saying, why. You've been like a car crash and you imagine him wrestling in a wheelchair. <laughs> and doing the running knees, you know, but yeah, the wheelchair. <laughs> Winston Salem, where someone actually wrote in, didn't they, about Winston? Salem. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, I actually slagged off Winston Salem, and yeah, some someone actually sent us a thing in, didn't they? Saying, "Oh no, they basically gave me a geography lesson, didn't they?" Like, yeah, the history of Winston Salem, where it was, and you know, my my knowledge of the Midwest of uh, America is <laughs> well known. You know, it's North Carolina, South Carolina, you know, famous Midwest uh, states in America, obviously. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and you and women of honour—that was always a dangerous subject. Well, you know, my favourite topic. Because yeah, you, know. you would, you would rather watch men do it than women do it. Oh, that's a brilliant quote. That is. <laughs> yeah, that's probably my uh, most famous quote. Unfortunately. Um, so, well, do they still have like? Do they have women of honour anymore, or does that there's not a thing anymore? I don't think. So. I think they did everything that we. They have like the one about. match every couple of months that I used to. Well, because Mischief and Michael Elgin got married, and then I think Mischief got pregnant, so they can't really have Women of Honor matches without Mischief in them. That's That'd true. make a good storyline. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, so I think, is there anything else to sort of discuss looking back at the podcast? We had the interviews, we had the, uh, we had the normal shows. Remember the live shows we did? We did a couple of live podcasts on uh, was it oh, Twitch? We did, like- did we? Pay per view pre show. Do you remember we did? I don't think you Yeah, we, we did one. I think we only did one, didn't we? No, we did two. You yeah, we were doing two, yeah. I think like, maybe I didn't do the one. Maybe I no, wasn't. Des was yeah. on the second one. You missed it, I think. It was yeah, like, but... you did it, what was it, like half an hour or an hour before the pay per view? Yeah. Just piped it up and then it went to the pay per view, which didn't work. <laughs> Our streams always work. We should have, yeah, we should have streamed throughout the. Uh... <laughs> I think that, that was. Um... That could have been something cool if we would have started that earlier on and then kept that going every single pay-per-view. That could have been quite a good thing, I think. Hmm, possibly. Yeah, but, but didn't we always have the shoes setting it up? I think it worked in the end, didn't it? I can't remember. I, I, I guess it worked. Because, yeah, it must have worked because two of them happened and people like Macklin <laughs> phoned in from the from the event, didn't it? Yeah, because I remember we always made jokes about how we can get our streaming to work, but Ring of Honor can't get theirs to work. <laughs> so is there anything else you want to talk about about the, the podcast over the years? Oh, just that it was pretty fun, I guess. I guess it was fun. Yeah, it must have been, <laughs> otherwise we wouldn't have done it for this long, would it? <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Unless for some kind of, uh, we like pain or something, I don't know. I just love the fact that there's going to be over 120 hours of audio just us talking in Nirvana. And there'll be some <laughs> people out there who've listened to all of it over the years. And credit to them. I, I remember there was around episode 100, we checked in with a few fans and they had listened to every single one since the start. And it'd be a fantastic thing that some people might actually make it all the way to 120, all the way to the end, they'll listen to every single one. That's, that's I remember, I think we were around episode 100 and some guy was like downloading them in order and he was on like episode 16 he sent us an email saying oh episode 61 there's a problem with the download link and we were like why would someone want to listen to yeah. an episode that old he was like, i'm listening i'm listening to them in order well like, it's not even current stuff anymore i mean perhaps we we are entertaining i don't know i really don't as someone who you can't listen to your own podcast and know if it's any good or not but if people yeah downloading them to them listening 
sort of chronological order, then it must be quite entertaining. I, I don't know. Some... I think we got better because you say, as you say, we sort of at the start we tried to make it professional. We, 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 then, it's way too serious. Yeah, and then we kind of just realised that it was just it was best if we were just speaking as if we'd be speaking if we weren't recording, just like us three having a chat. Because we would yeah, like, but... often just chat about stuff, anyway, wouldn't we? Like. We'd probably, we'd, as you say, we'd probably spend an hour recording, about two hours just chatting about random stuff. So one thing I I regret is never. I should. I wish I always press record as soon as the three of us started talking, <laughs> and then we'd like create a new recording for the podcast because there was always gold. Before <laughs> and after the show, we just never recorded. It was just always so funny, and obviously if we we couldn't just repeat the same jokes on the actual podcast because we wouldn't have the same reaction to them. But there was always fantastic stuff before. Talking of reaction, remember that time when John watched that um, oh, yes. Davey Richards and Ky- uh, Kyle O'Reilly video? And yes. like stripping up. Oh, no, what's that mean for the live reaction? Then John did one like the power driver or something. Yeah, I did one oh, of the, where Tony Kazina killed the little kids. <laughs> yeah, the live reaction thing. I really hope my last sentence is taken out of context or something. <laughs> I love- oh, yeah, I remember that. We did that segment twice, but it was fantastic both times. It was me watching that, was it Battle of Los Angeles, PWG, O'Reilly and Richards? Where they're, just, where they're in their underwear? Just <laughs> thrusting. And I was just like, what is this? What is this? <laughs> we, should, we, we always planned to do that more often, didn't we? But we just never got round to it. Yeah. Live That's reaction. one thing about the RH cast. I don't know if anyone noticed, but we rarely planned. It was just a matter of... We did we'd it have, We'd have a very like brief layout, like... We knew TV it was always shows. TV, then news. John would get the news ready, then the big questions, and that was really it. We didn't really know what we were going to talk about specifically, but it kind of seemed to work, because then it's more like a conversation, I think. Like this, what's going on right now? We have, we have no plan for this whatsoever. So I think, I think that worked out in its favour, the lack of planning. One podcast that we did plan a lot, because we wanted it to be awesome. <laughs> it was the one that went <laughs> most problems with it. Episode 100, oh my god. How many days, not just hours, how many days did that take? It took us three or four days of probably recording two or three hours a day to come up with that one hour long podcast. From what I remember, we met up, we did a bit, we phoned Nana, he wasn't available, we came back the next day, we did a bit more, and then like Nana was like late a bit, or something happened, and then we like did a bit with Nana, and then the next day we had to do some more. We chopped it all together into like this episode that's okay, and like, like Stephen, you were there for like part of it. Yeah, I think I was there when the original. And then you disappeared. Yeah. But then yeah. I couldn't do the next day, and you and you phoned him again. Yeah, so, so you, then I'll... we written you off for this stuffing storyline, <laughs> and you were like there for half of the bit after Nana. Like doing that show was a nightmare, and there's a brilliant quote from Stephen like, "We've been recording for three hours, and we've got five minutes of footage." Like, <laughs> It was an absolute disaster. Didn't we? Didn't I like have a power cut or some recording? A brownout or something. Yeah. Something went wrong. We had technical issues. We had scheduling issues. It just went so wrong for the biggest episode of all time, episode hundred. Didn't it happen in, during one of the during one of the call, like one of the interviews we had? Didn't you? I'm sure something. I can't remember what happened. Was it one of the young books? I think we were like mid sentence, then one of them just vanished. Do you remember? We found out one of the young books, and they had this thing that was like, please say your <laughs> name. Like they had one of those anti-spam blocks on it. Yeah. And it was like, we were looking so confused talking to this robot, and I was like, uh, it's Harry from the <laughs> cast? And it got through. <laughs> oh, I just remembered something fantastic. 
whose voicemail was it where it answered and I went, hello? It was ACH. It was I hope there's that clip somewhere because I want to try and find it, put it at the end. But it was hilarious that it's just wasn't it him singing or was it? Oh, it was like uh, I think it was one that was like, "Hey, it's ACH or whatever or whatever his name is. Hey, it's so and so." And like, "Hello." <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Wrestler's voicemail is always fantastic. I think we actually put the ACH one at the end of that interview because it's just him singing. Um, that, that was always quite funny. <laughs> yeah, I remember that now. That's good. I'm trying to think if there's any other funny uh, sort of phoning wrestlers before the interview started. Anything else funny happened on those? I know, at the ACH one, he was sort of was he was he getting, shopping or something. He was getting his. He got his hair. No, he asked. He was grocery shopping. Yeah. It's quite unquote supplements. That he said. <laughs> yeah. Like, we had the days confused or something, and that was. That was quite interesting. He was just and of course, on the the Dave Richards one, he was with Tony, Tony Casino, wasn't he? Yes. Give us your 20 year old. Yeah. Because he was like, Tony, what's my Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, he didn't have a Twitter that time, did he? He closed no, it down. He, he, and then he was yeah, like, Tony, he, what's your Twitter? Yeah, he just gave up Tony Casino. That was brilliant. What else is. I wonder what Tony Casino's doing now. I just remember. Was it, we, we laughed at him quite a lot, the little gremlin we called him. <laughs> he was brilliant until that team bandit thing happened then he just vanished didn't he <laughs> he was always like the target of uh, markets trolls yeah he was wasn't he this little tiny tiny gremlin Tony Kazina <laughs> oh. so what next what do we talk about now guys do you want to go over this weekend's Supercard of Honor show Sure. Let's preface this by the one, the one we're all looking forward to. I might watch it if it's up by four WrestleMania. Might. You've got, you've we got have, to stand. Come on. We have not read the Ring of Honor results. We we have sort of stepped back from the website. We didn't, we've not read the results. We've not watched it. We're going to go through this card and we just can try to figure out what's going on, shall we, John? That sounds good to me. Go ahead. Should I start with the main event or the? Uh... Bottom listed match. Traditional. We start at the bottom. Yeah. Okay. Well, this match is listed as a one-on-one match because <laughs> one-on-one with, a, with an exclamation mark. N- not a grudge match. Wait, wait, one-on-one match with an exclamation mark? Yeah, so it's one-on-one. <laughs> Roderick oh, God, that's just reminded me of something else amazing. <laughs> remember, John, for weeks, would go through the hybrid fighting rules rules <laughs> and bury them about how crap that match was going to be, and then it was absolutely amazing. Because they completely forgot about the rules. I was going through my Twitter feed the other week because you remember when everybody was posting what their first tweet was? Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't realize that was the program people use. I thought they just scrolled all the way down through their tweets. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I, so I scrolled all the way through my tweets and I stopped when I was uh, tweeting Kevin Kelly like all the violations going on. I think it was that. I was like, should that be a foul? <laughs> going to the top rope. That's not legal. <laughs> I bet you're the only person who cared about those rules. It's fantastic. Like, and then from that point on, any time there was a match with yeah, there was that intergender tag match, rules. wasn't yeah. there? Yeah, was it boiling point? I yeah, think. and they they got the rules for that wrong as well. And John just yeah. tweeting Kevin Kelly about how <laughs> they shouldn't be able to tag in like that. It's fantastic. I'm just saying, rules are rules. <laughs> well, in this match, in the one-on-one match, what are the rules of that, John? It's a one man versus one man. What does the exclamation mark mean? 
it's going to be exciting. Oh, okay. Go ahead. It's Roderick Strong, one-on-one with Cedric Alexander. The floater himself. Is he still a floater? Is he still doing anything? He, he's he all... like a faction. He is in the decade with ah, B.J. Yes. Jacobs. B.J. Jacobs is alive. I thought he, like, <laughs> I thought he, like, just gone after that, after Michael Bennett broke his neck. I think I might have been exaggerated to get Bennett over. Oh. Not that I'm disappointed, obviously. Why is it he paralyzed? I wish his neck was broken. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we never had BJ Whitmer on the program. <laughs> <laughs> so what was that? So, Roderick Strong against Cedric. So right, why are these guys fighting? Let's try and figure this out. What, what could be going on here? So, he's in the right. decade. Still floating around. He was originally supposed to take on an outside talent like he always does. <laughs> yeah. But Cedric Alexander's like, whatever, man, just fight me. And Roger Strong's like, okay. Wait, is this actually... I can't tell if you're making that up or if that is genuinely the storyline. <laughs> that is off the top of my head. You, you, you can't write stuff that good. I think I'm just going to go with that. Steve, what do you think? I have no words. <laughs> What's up next, Joe? Up next is the streak is on the line. Undertaker Black... versus Brock Lesnar. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this is incredible. I don't know how Ring of Honor got that. <laughs> how did they get the Undertaker? Just two days before WrestleMania match. Let's do this. <laughs> it is the last real man, Silas Young versus R.D. Evans. What's the streak? Um... <laughs> What? The streak is on the line in this match. What streak? Um. Um. So it's one of these. Well, it's not. Silas Young is undefeated. So it's Hardy Evans like undefeated or something. Didn't he lose to Prince? No, he beat Prince now, didn't he? In that match. I guess yeah, he... maybe. Yeah. But but wasn't he in a tag team with QT Marshall? They kept getting beat, didn't they? Marshall Law, whatever they're called. He's like defeated in singles action. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Okay. I thought Silas Young has surely got to win this if they want to give him any credibility. Yeah, surely. Why hasn't he been given a push by now? What's, so what's the story down here then, John? What's going on here? Silas so um, Young is the last real man, so he doesn't like... He hates, hates women's wrestling. Hates women's wrestling. Yeah, because Artie Evans is with Veda Scott. Ah, and he hates women, so he's been... He him absolutely up. hates women. Yeah. <laughs> so Artie Evans is stepping up to put a streak on the line to defend Veda Scott's honour. Yeah, I'm liking this book here. Let's keep going. A uh, grudge match. Matt, oh, here we go, a grudge match. <laughs> Matt Chapman versus Truth Martini's mystery wrestler. God, he's the truth. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's obvious. Yes, I hope that actually okay. came out. Uh, this actually makes sense in terms of story that Taven has obviously turned on Martini, all been booted out of the House of Truth, so they're having a match. I bet it'll be that one-legged guy. Is that going? Yeah, because isn't he friend with Truth Martini? So will they have? So is that guy? Will they have a mask on him? And will Kevin Kelly be like, "I wonder who this is." <laughs> He's got one leg. It's like, who can it be? Who can it be? <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> I hope. I hope that's it. Because so right, yeah, Ring of Honor like, is always like, so it's just like it's terrible. They take the mask off. It's just one of the headbangers who's chopped his leg off to confuse <laughs> everyone. <laughs> it was me good. all along. <laughs> <laughs> Which 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 figure would it be? Both of them somehow. 
So who who would, who would win between Matt Taven and the one like a two headed headbanger? <laughs> well, he's got two heads. Surely he would win. But he's only got one leg. But two heads are better than one. They always say that. Yeah, it's true. And real men were rare. They should. That's what they should do. This sets up a feud between Silas Young and the Headbangers because the Headbangers say real men wear skirts, and Silas Young is like, "No, they don't." <laughs> yes, that'll be. So, the next... I would watch that. So it leads to an evening gown match at next year's Supercard of Honor. Yes. Up next is a three-way tag team match with the winners receiving a world tag team title shot. Right, 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 right. Should you try and predict the tag teams? All right, predict the tag teams. I'll tell you how many you got right. Now, I know, because we've already said this before the podcast, that Young Bucks are champs. So that means Red Dragon must be in this. Yes. I can't think I'll, of any tag teams. That it are really... can't be C&C. They split up but didn't feud for some reason. It can't be Adrenaline Rush. Oh, no, Adrenaline Rush? Nope. Outlaw Inc.? Nope. That's it. Who else? Is it an actual Ring of Honor tag team, or was it like a new one? Oh, there's a team that appeared in Ring of Honor several times last year. Former Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champion. Forever! The Forever Hooligans. Yeah. <laughs> and these two wrestlers, from the last results I read, were in the finals of this year's Top Prospects Tournament. One guy called Hanson, was it? Hanson, he's one of them. Congo! I wish. <laughs> Cheeseburger was, he was in the it? tournament, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Ra- oh, Ray- Raymond Rowe. Raymond Rowe, yeah, and the team of Hanson and Rowe. Well, that's a bit of a letdown. Oh, so yeah. It's the winners. Are those guys the young good? I don't even know who they are. I just know the names. I heard I mean, that their match were, matches were pretty good, but I haven't seen them. I predict uh, the hooligans will win this. I don't know. They probably put the other guys over because the hooligans aren't. There's no point in them really <clears throat> winning, are they? Because they're not permanent. So. Well, I mean, their match last year with the Young Bucks was incredible. So maybe he set that up. As yeah, a for, that, for, the big guy for the big yeah. guy pay-per-view. So what's the storyline going into this? There isn't one, just for the, for the you know, number one contendership. Oh, is that a good one? <laughs> well, well, does the winner actually become the number one contender, or they become the number six contender? <laughs> Do you remember Michael? Is Michael Elgin still number six contender? Actually, actually, you, you're, you'll like his stipulation of his match when we get to it. <laughs> God. Oh dear. Go ahead, Jen. Well, what was your storyline for that? Uh, didn't... You know how Alex Kozlov wears that Russian hat and Rocky Romero wears the eye patch. Yep. And Red Dragon wear the tight-fitting sweaters and the and the scarves. Yes. It is a war over fashion. <laughs> Red Dragon do not like the way the Forever Hooligans dress. <laughs> yes. Up yeah. next is a no disqualification match between Mark Briscoe and Michael Bennett with Maria Kanellis. <clears throat> <Good, right? laughs> That's our reaction to every Mike Bennett match in history, just silence. <laughs> what's the storyline going on here then? Mike Bennett, what's he done? Mark I mean, I mean it, it, it revolves Maria, of course. I'm going to say Mark Briscoe raped Maria, like Mike Mondo. Yes. Allegedly. How does it feel to kiss a real man? <laughs> and I'm going to say something about Michael Bennett using a pile driver. <laughs> On Maria? I mean, I'm sure he has. <laughs> Let's just move on. 
Uh, up next is a two out of three falls match for the Ring of Honor World Television Championship. The Sicilian psychopath Tommaso Ciampa defends against the formerly unbeatable Jay Lethal. God. These two feuding over the TV title again. Wait, didn't that happen like, two years ago? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, then Non-stop. Was it like Tommaso Ciampa just took the belt and was like, this is mine. And then he didn't actually beat Jay Lethal and then he got injured or something yeah. like that. I remember that there was that match when, because it was it was always lethal, generico <laughs> and Champa, wasn't it? When... No, wasn't it lethal, strong, and oh maybe Champa, yeah, lethal, Truth, strong, and Champa at that point, and, yeah. And Prince Nana like rolled around him. Yeah, and then someone rolled like, <laughs> fell, up, <laughs> fell over him. He just rolled around in circles in the ring, and then like finished the match. Happened like what? Yeah. Is there collusion between the embassy and the House of Truth? <laughs> I always remember collusion. They never actually like explained that, did they? Oh no. Yeah, what the hell was going on? <laughs> never, actually, never actually explained that. Who owns Rhino's contract at this point? <laughs> I, I bought it for 50000 I think he's freelance now, maybe. <laughs> Do you remember when I asked Nana about selling that? He was like, who told you that? Who told you that? <laughs> and there was a video that Ring of Honor posted of him selling it. Like, what? <laughs> Amazing. Uh, maybe Jelly Fall will actually... I know, title matches with Krypton, aren't they? Ever yeah, since he's, it's been a year since he slipped over the rope. Maybe this is where he breaks the curse. <laughs> are, both yeah, these actually, are both of these still face, or is Champa a heel now? Or... I don't know. We'll, sure. we'll say Champa we'll is a face, then Jay Lethal is also a face. <laughs> <laughs> Less the same as when, yeah, same as two years ago. Jay Lethal should have turned well, heel. He should have won the title. I, I took a stand on that, and it never happened. But uh... well, that, that's that's my that's my storyline. Jay Lethal turned heel, and is trying to d- diagnose Champa's psychopathic natures as some kind of mental disorder, and Champa's upset about it and wants to take <laughs> Doctor Jay Lethal out. I have I have the theory that it's finally got a gimmick. That Jay, Le- Jay Lethal was in, was unbeatable for so long until he slipped on those ropes. So he kept coming out and cutting promos on the ropes. He was pissed <laughs> off with them, and he kept he started beating on the ropes, kicking them, <laughs> taking them down off the ring. And then Champa made the save, and that set up this match. <laughs> Remember that really dodgy event poster when Jody had blood on his finger? Oh God, yeah, it's just like Killer Instinct. Yeah, like Killer Instinct, yeah. His two fingers up with just blood dripping. <laughs> we just made so many like jokes about that. It was ridiculous. <laughs> oh. The next match is the, with the winner of this match faces the IWGP heavyweight champion at War of the Worlds. Mr. Wrestling Kevin Steen takes on unbreakable Michael Elgin. So Michael Elgin can once again become the number one contender for a championship belt. He's loving, He's collecting them all. He's got to collect all the number one contender stickers <laughs> you get. He's got like a little sticker album. He's yeah, like, but number of people have like you know, medals or, or, or things that they win and Michael Elgin's just got a list of like Number one contenderships. <laughs> he still hasn't been able to cash in. <laughs> number six contender, number three contender. I'm sure this will be a good match because wasn't they had a title match, didn't they? Was it? Oh, it's fantastic. That was insane. yeah, that was a really really good match. So yeah, yeah, I'm sure these are. Has Steam been in Ring of Honor full time over the last like six or seven months, or did he? He had a break, didn't he? I think. Or did he's he been not... in. He's been in Ring of Honor because he had the feud over. The pile driver with Michael Bennett. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Why Steam feud with Bennett? Come on. <laughs> but Steam beat him, and Bennett wasn't allowed to use the pile driver anymore, even though he'd only been using it for three months. Oh, there's been so many bloody 
storylines ever the pile driver. Yeah, that's when he wasn't allowed to use it when yeah. Cornet banned him. I just remember Davy like, bring your pile driver, fat boy, bring it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that feud is so bad. It wasn't as bad as the Dan Seven storyline. Remember that? Oh, that was amazing. Don't 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 diss Dan Seven. I've been training Eddie Edwards' new submission hard. <laughs> uses it once in David. The Dragon Sleeper, he used it once on TV and then tried it against David and David just like broke out of it instantly. Within yeah, seconds like, and he never went for it again. What's <laughs> the point in that months of Bill? That was so stupid. That was probably my favourite episode of the RH cast, that rant I went on after that match. God, you hated that main event so much. Oh, it was so bad. That whole show was awful. It was. It was, like four, was it four yeah, hours? Four, four, yeah, the, the main event was like 50 minutes long, wasn't it? It was terrible. <laughs> what is the storyline between Kevin Steen and Michael Elgin? Is this about Canada? Yeah, it's because obviously because Steen's from uh, Quebec, isn't he? So obviously he's not a real Canadian. He's he's technically French. So Algar's just basically trying to get him to admit he's French. Yeah, I think it's the it's that <laughs> world of the world. So the winner of this faces a Japanese person. So this is technically World War Three breaking out here. What, yeah. what I'm envisioning is you ever seen the episode of South Park where it's like, I'm not your buddy, guy. I'm not your <laughs> guy, friend. I'm not yeah. your friend, buddy. It's just them. <laughs> These two doing it in the ring, back and forth, the little Canadian head bobbling up, and then it led to a match. That's why. Maybe they should have a who can say a boot the most in a minute. Side note on Canada: if you've not played the South Park game, buy it. It's amazing. I'm in. Yeah, I'm going to buy that soon. No, buy Goat Simulator. Goat Simulator is the best game ever. Buy Grand Theft Auto Five as well. No, that's crap. Uh, Whoever whoever made that game, just what they do. (laughs) Moving on, Joe. And the main event. Of Supercard of Honor 8 is Ladder War 5. Oh, yes, it's Honor... going to be Charlie House Wrestling's great tag team versus the Briscoes. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess uh, Ladder Wars are technically no disqualification, so Charlie House could run in and steal the belt. I said belt really redneck. Good God. <laughs> could run in and steal the belt. Sounds but the same it... to me. I didn't know it's a different. I said belt. <laughs> it's, uh, you you said the are the same to me. <laughs> Yeah, we're from the Midwest. Well, you're in the Midwest, yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> it's uh, Adam Cole and taking on Jay Briscoe. There's no word on whether Jay Briscoe's title is on the line here or not. He's isn't fake a f- foam belt. Isn't it a fake belt unification? People from Toys R Us or something. <laughs> He's got the whole... <laughs> I'm just envisioning Jay Briscoe get this. You know he had those, the foam plastic belts are about 10, 10 like... pounds or something. He comes out and just falls apart in his hands. He pulls out this belt. Hey Adam Cole, I'm the real champion. He <laughs> <laughs> out this belt he got from like Toys and Run. Because <laughs> he, he, he was champion briefly and then he lost it and he just can't get over it. That's when they like, didn't sign new contracts and disappeared and they came back like a month later. Oh, yeah. Because they had the tournament, didn't they, for the world title. But... And then Briscoe came back before the tournament had actually ended. Yeah. <laughs> Which so made he had, no sense. He had the exact same title defences, whether or not he was there or they vacated it. I think that's what did it for me with Ring of Honor. I was just like, <laughs> this tournament, I just can't take it anymore. I know. Isn't Matt Hardy around now as well? Isn't he, See, like, isn't he Cole's that... manager or something? Yeah, he's one of the uh, people signed to appear. Uh, people who are signed to appear yet have matches are Matt Hardy, uh, the decades B.J. Whitmer and Jimmy Jacobs, Adam Page, Andrew Everett, and Adrenaline Rush. So what matches out of that do you think we'll get? Adrenaline Rush versus the de- decade? Yeah. And then what? And who does that leave? Adam Page, Matt Hardy, and Andrew Everett. Triple threat, Matt Hardy wins? I don't know. Matt Hardy will probably appear, but probably won't actually wrestle. 
Yeah, he'll probably, he'll he'll probably, probably play a part in the ladder war. I think he'll interfere in the ladder war, but then Jay Briscoe beat them up. Yeah. I mean, listen to this card. I mean, Ring Commander really hasn't changed that much, has it? Like, since I've watched it, it must be at least like seven, eight months. Like, the, you know, there aren't really, nobody's really progressed, or Champer and Lethal are still fighting over a mid card title. Silas Young is still on the lower card. There's still, you know, Cedric Alexander, for some reason, isn't in the tag team and he's now at the bottom of the card. Roderick Strong really isn't doing anything. My you want to hear my amazing... For number one contendership. I mean... Yeah, well, it just, that's a good point, actually. Nothing's really... I didn't. I think I could probably just start watching Ring of Honor now again and not really be out like, of the loop or anything. Could like, you put this pay-per-view on in the middle of last year or the year before and people would be like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it fits in. I still have, I have a good storyline I just thought of for Adam Cole versus Jay Briscoe. Go ahead. You probably won't need to bleep half this stuff out. You probably need to <laughs> actually edit this out. It's probably get really offensive. Oh, please don't. Please, yeah, I don't do it. Do I it. don't have to edit anything. It's, it's, okay. the, last, it's the last episode. What, what can they do? They can't this, this is what people are going to remember me by. Come and find us. Come and get us. Uh, Adam, remember when uh, Brutal Bob wanted to uh, pound Adam Cole's sweet, delicate mouth? <laughs> yes. Well, he did that. And Jay Briscoe <laughs> caught him and threatened to shoot them both. <laughs> and now hey, it leads to this match. Oh, he did actually shoot Brutal Bob, but now Adam Cole is defending his honor. Exactly. <laughs> what happened to Cheeseburger? What happened to Brutal Burgers? Wasn't that a thing? They were too brutal. <laughs> uh, yeah, this card doesn't really seem any different from... It sounds good to give him credit, but Stephen does make a good point. Yeah, it doesn't it sound bad. It just... Doesn't sound much different. Like, like, yeah, because it doesn't sound different, it doesn't make me jump in and be like, "Oh yes, definitely want to watch this." Yeah, it's like there's mat, there's matches more or less that we've, you know, we've seen them before. So, mm. you know, Steen and Elgin we've seen before. You know, Briscoe and Cole, I'm, I'm pretty sure we've seen before. Wasn't that last year's Supercard, or was it? There was definitely a pay per view last year where that happened. It was one one of Jay Briscoe's. Yeah, that's when we events. thought that. That's when we thought that Cole was going to turn heel, didn't we? Oh, yeah. And then uh, didn't, uh, uh, what's his name? Hardy come in right at the end, and then he threw him. I know Karina threw him a chair or something, didn't he? And he refused to use it, and then he looked like he was going to super kick him afterwards, but then did. Yeah, that was the start of dissension. Yeah. Dissension, yeah. And collusion with Cole and. Yeah, that, that never really got explained, did it? Why? Like, when did Cole actually turn the heel? I don't think I actually. Did I he join Scott? He he no, join it, was, it was after he won the title, he. Super kick Jay Briscoe and laid out Michael Elgin. That and... was it. I remember watching that. Last. Oh, I think I yeah, I think I vaguely remember that. I don't know if I watched it or what. What um, event was that? Death the... Sign, wasn't it? Yeah, the surprise IP per view last year. No, I didn't. Yeah. I, I didn't watch that actually. I think I read about it. But I didn't. Uh, I didn't watch it. <clears throat> so is that is that Supercard of Honor this this Friday night? Is it, John? That is it. And when will it be available on video on demand? Sometime after Friday. <laughs> I love that. And probably will include half the event, and then you won't be able to watch the other half. Or... Uh, I'll tell you what I missed. The, the joke off videos after an iPay-per-view. Oh, yeah. Telling us how awesome the show was, even though we and couldn't how watch perfect it. the stream was. Like, one or two of you had the slight issue here and there, but the pay-per-view was off. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, 80s action villain. Uh... So... Are we moving on to the questions now? I believe so. Right, so these are questions that people have sent in via Twitter, Facebook, and our forum. 
I'm not going to tell you how to do it because we won't ever be answering questions <laughs> again. So uh, here we go. Yeah, we have quite a few comments and, and questions. Um, quite a few people on Twitter saying thanks for thanks for the podcast and th- thank you for listening. Oh, yeah, thank you. I appreciate um, it. Yeah, we haven't really seemed, uh, received any sort of uh, abuse, which was which is nice. <laughs> um, Skip Nicholas. <laughs> we just get like a tweet from at Kevin <laughs> Screw you guys. <laughs> I'm a good commentator. <laughs> Skip Nicholas says, "Why is it going away?" Well, because none of us really watch Ring of Honor anymore, and it, we... work for Ring of Honor. What did I say? Work? I meant watch. <laughs> um, none of us watch Ring of Honor anymore, and it's a bit pointless us doing a Ring of Honor podcast if we don't actually watch it. I think it would be like this every week, where we just talk about nonsense and make fun of storylines we haven't seen instead of because we wouldn't have actually seen the product. So, unfortunately, yeah. just talking about it, and the website is just the forum now, so that's why. Um, Adam Bartolo asks, I don't, well, this one's for Harry. I don't watch Japanese wrestling shows. How would you best promote the New Japan Pro Wrestling guys so I would want to buy the iPay per view? Go on, Harry, you're the uh, expert. You're the uh, talent spotter. Yeah, I, that's all I do in my spare time is watch Japanese wrestling. I've been doing that for a long time. I've been the resident Japanese expert here on the ROH cast for, for quite some time now. And even some of the wrestlers know about this. They know me. When they, they want, I'm like the Paul Heyman of Japan. You know, if you want about <laughs> talent, you come to me. You're going to see some of the best wrestling you've ever seen in the world. Trust me. You just tune into those pay per views. Well, if that doesn't make you want to watch it, then I don't know what will. Um... <laughs> I love this idea that I've kept up this gimmick ages and never said the name of a Japanese. Adam's <laughs> got um, another question, which I don't really understand, but maybe you two will understand. Any truth to the rumor you guys will, end, will be the next guys? Next guests on the fish tank. I think that's a Bobby Fish show. Oh, is it? Oh. I think he has like a podcast or a video show or something. Oh. Hey, I've, I've, he came on our podcast. I'm glad, glad to go on his. Never... Yeah, we can not talk about Ring of Honor, seeing as we don't know. We can debate on. how the fact that his tag team is really called Team Man Fishing and this whole yeah. dragon stuff is a lie. And like Harry they, we never heard of it. Do you remember that Caleb Thompson said Team Man Fishing on the TV show? Yeah, he stole it from our forum and said it on TV. Yeah, and then but Bobby Fish was like, I never heard that. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, you heard it, Bobby. You heard it. <laughs> um, Drake Parker just says, talk about Charlie Haas. He, he kept my hope alive for Ring of Honor longer than it ever should have. Should have been he was the best heel in wrestling for a good four or five months. He was just incredibly hilarious and entertaining in every way. Do you remember that promo he did that was like, you're, you're like herpes, you're annoying and you won't go away. And I hate herpes or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that was to Rhett Titus when he had that never-ending feud of him, wasn't it? I think you remember that every feud Charlie has had was never-ending. Yeah, but it was great. He tag team with Briscoe's. Briscoe's, yeah. Feud with All Night Express and, and the, B- yeah. B- the BJ Express. <laughs> and went on for ages and then he feuded with Cheeseburger. Then. And yeah, Cheeseburger one lasted forever as well. But, he was just amazing. Remember the uh, the toot toot, the ether. I think the ether was probably my favourite ever ring of honour moment. <laughs> Swinging char- uh, cheeseburger into the barriers. <laughs> he was just brilliant. Like the, when he, when cheeseburger debuted, that was incredible. One second, he was so good. I was so upset when he left. He's, yeah, t- he's, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's still um, 
Is he still retired? Like, is he? Yeah. Is he wrestle elsewhere or? Don't think so. Yeah, I think he just completely retired. And I just always loved the second he'd come out, he'd just start spewing f bombs <laughs> and shooting the bird to people. Yeah, he was he was the biggest heel by far. Yeah, he got the most hate of anyone. Like, he, I think I take it back what I said earlier. He's the number one guy I wish we'd have interviewed because so many of our shows had like episode titles named after him. Yeah, we had two, two, we had the harsh buds. Like, it would have been difficult to interview there because we'd have just wanted wanted to talk about two, two, and he just probably wanted to talk about. We push it how far? See how many puns we can get out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, right, we've got some on Facebook as well. Um, Ken says the worst things that have happened to me over the last year in order: one, no more hoopla; two, no more RH cast; and three, my wife left me. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, thanks for helping me get through the work day for well over a year. Well, Ken's been the one that probably one of the main guys that sends in questions, hasn't he? So questions, yeah. Thank you very much for that. Yeah, you know, he sent yeah. another one in actually. Um, do you feel that the demise of unbeatable Jay Lethal's unbeatableness caused a rift in space-time that eventually led to the demise of RH cast? If so, please explain. That's... It's the ropes. It's the ropes that, that that began the downfall. He slipped on the ropes. He started losing matches. Stephen left the podcast. I left the podcast. Team America took over. It was just a downward spiral from that point. All because Jay Lethal wasn't unbeatable. Pretty much, yeah. He says, this was a kick-ass podcast. I wish you guys the best in your future endeavours. Thanks, Ken. Um, Jack asked, well, so unfortunately, people asking actually serious RH questions are probably going to be a bit disappointed seeing as nobody <laughs> watch anymore. But this one, I think we can answer this. Do you guys think that RH will adapt to Ustream and stay with it after the New Japan Pro Wrestling slash RH show? If it will. No, they'll, they'll, they'll find a way to screw it up. They always do. Let's, <laughs> let's be honest there. I hope they don't, but they will. Because they're Ring of Honor and they screw everything up technically, don't they? Mm. I used to the when just names would appear at the wrong time and a match graphic would appear suddenly. Oh, God, yeah. So Let's see the replay. No replay. <laughs> we had Cass. Oh. Yeah, I must say, was it, was it on uh, IP reviews? They'd have the names spelled incorrectly. No, yeah. Guinness and things like that. It was <laughs> Charlie Hass. <laughs> and John, there was a podcast we did recently where didn't someone's name change halfway through the graphic? Like, yes, they changed. They had, I think it was Andrew Everett. They had his name spelled correctly the entire time in a graphic, not moving or anything, just a static graphic. Then, for like half a second before the graphic cut away, it, it changed to the wrong spelling for no reason <laughs> whatsoever. It's just they do it on purpose to see if you notice. <laughs> but they're not that clever to do that, though, are they? Let's be honest. I think it might have been Greg the Office Boy just trying to get back at Jim Cornette for that one. <laughs> You think I'm bad? I'll show you bad. <laughs> um, Dave says, no question, but thanks for all the hours of entertainment and unintentional question mark hilarity. Yes, mostly unintentional, I'd say. Yeah, thank you very much, Dave. Uh, Stephen says, if you could go into a time machine... Your own show, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> if you could go into a time machine and watch any RH show from their history, which would you choose? Interesting. Because means, like, go in and, like... Watch it live, I guess. For me, it'd be the first live paper you ever watched. Was it Death Before Dishonor 8, Stephen, we watched? Tyler Black? Austin yeah, Tyler Black and Roderick, wasn't it? Or was, was that it the a- one against Davey? Wasn't it Aries? 
Dead Force Honor Eight was Tyler Black versus Davy Richards because that was the first one, I, first live yeah, I got to watch that, as well. That, that, I'm pretty sure that was the one with, first one we watched. Yeah, so I'll, I'll, for me it'd be that one. Yeah. Um, for me, it would either be the last match that um, Danielson and McGinnis had in Ring of Honor, mm. or the final battle where uh, Steen and Generico had any of their matches really. Yeah, it'd have been cool to be there live. Like, probably yeah. the one where uh, I guess Generico beat Steen to send Steen out of Ring of Honor. That that seems like it'd be the one to go to. I think yeah. another cool one too would be Border Wars 2012 to be front row when the ether was used. So <laughs> Kevin Kelly turned around like, "Can you smell that?" I'd be like, oh, "Yeah, I can Kevin." Oh. <laughs> I, I, you'd faint and like really play on with it. <laughs> I'd just like collapse over the barricade. <laughs> I love how the crowd actually like completely no sold it as well. They're just like standing there, and Kevin yeah. Kevin's like choking and basically dying. <laughs> uh, uh, another question: um, Out of all the shows you've ever produced, who was your favourite ever guest and why? We kind of covered that, haven't we? Uh, oh, yeah. Prince Nana because entertaining. Yeah, he's always the most entertaining. But like the Young Bucks, David Richards was some of the best. And the, no, that's another good one actually. The one with T.J. Perkins after he left was really good. Yeah, I think that I think the Young Bucks one was probably the best in terms of like most informative and sort of best interview. But mm-hmm. I, I just love the Nano ones because they involve Nano and he's awesome. Entertaining. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the big bud Asian women that you were talking about <laughs> in that first episode. Uh, um, the Dragon Saga on the forum says, Cutie Marshall should most definitely be asked to record a special farewell for this episode. We should have asked him. Yes, he's been on this podcast before, and he was a former member of our forum. Where he tried to troll everyone, and everyone was just like, screw you, go away. <laughs> I presume he's not in Ring of Honor anymore. Does he... Didn't he have a track with WWE a while ago? I think he was on NXT. I remember seeing him once. I was like, it's God's gift, it's God." <laughs> he is also in the main event of a local indie fed here in the coming month. Are you going? Absolutely. If you meet him, just tell him who you are. I'm, I'm, I was planning on where if I go, I'm going to wear my ROH cast shirt. Yes, I, I actually wore that to the gym the other day by accident. <laughs> I just pulled that's, out my bag and I was like, what is this? Can you that's one thing that? I wish we did that we never did, was to open a ROH cast store and send out those shirts that we got. Oh, too, too, we, we'd have so many good t-shirts. The don't Nana you Turtle? A, you have a Nana Turtle shirt, don't you? That's one of, I think, one of a only, kind. Only you have that. I just remembered another thing that I said that really uh, offended people was that because I said with Cutie Marshall being called God's gift to professional wrestling, it finally proves that there isn't a God. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I still stand by that. Um, right, moving on. DX versus NWO, another guy who sent in a lot of questions. and oh, I always remember the rest. Whose name always got laughed at when we said it in front of. Nigel McGinnis was like, DX versus NWO? <laughs> some great reactions to that name. Yeah, um, he did send in a lot of questions. Thank you for that. Do you think Michael Elgin will finally win the RHL title in 2014? Take a stand. Of course not. He'll never win any title in Ring of Honor. He's, <laughs> he's the number one contender. What, what do you think, John? The only title he will win is if they create the number one contender title. <laughs> <laughs> I want to... I don't know, actually. I want to take a stand and say he will, but you know what that means. It won't happen, because I don't think any of my stands have ever actually happened. Yeah, you've not got a good... Uh... Not a very good track record with no. your stands. 
Um, another one with sort of who was your favourite guest on the RH cast behind? Oh, besides Prince Nana. Oh wow! Wow. Hmm. I probably say Young Bucks. I think they've been really nice guys as well, weren't they? So. Hmm. Cheeseburger was a good one. Oh, I missed that one, didn't I? Yeah, he was a lot of fun to talk to. Because what was cool was we talked to him for a lot afterwards. I think longer than we did anyone else because he 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 listened to the show, so that was quite cool listening to him. Mm. Sorry, talking with him. Thanks for all the fun memories. Thank you for the questions. Um, Thank you. Ass a shooter. <laughs> <laughs> says, in your opinion, who will be the new member of the HOT? Why are you asking this? <laughs> we did warn you that we weren't going to be as fun to bring up on a question seriously, seeing as none of us watch it anymore. Uh, then we are going to say it was going to be the one-legged, two-headed headbanger. <laughs> the, the, one, the one-legged, two-headed banger. <laughs> I, I apologize. Yeah. Yes, that yeah. one. Um, but, but besides... The, the monstrosity. No, that's our that. answer, John. That's our answer, John. A serious answer. Silas Young would work well with Truth Martini. Would he wrestle yeah. twice in one night? Three Why times not? if needed. He's only wrestling Nardi Evans. He's just got to hit his finisher. He is last real man. You're right. <laughs> um, Marcus there, the resident troll. Says, Here we go. Here, where, where, what are you doing? No, we haven't. This isn't... Well, he's got more questions. Okay. That's... He's got He's got to have the music. Surely, right, Stephen. You're out here. Okay. You're, you've been been away too long here we go right marcus whose accent was easier to understand prince nana's or mine <laughs> i'm sorry marcus i gotta say prince nana yeah <laughs> and i and i live in scotland now as well <laughs> um falca pat all right she's returning to my hometown over the summer if I meet a sexy lady there, what should I say? Aka, give me at least one RH-based pickup line. For example, hey girl, I might not be Jay Lethal, but I'd love to give you my lethal injection. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, when I read this question, I saw this one earlier today. I thought something about John, a box office smash. Surely, I was thinking that John is going to have some good ones here. <laughs> I'm okay. brainstorming. I am brainstorming. I'm looking at the roster now, trying to think of the. Uh... There's some good... Steven said a good thing there. The box office smashed. There's obviously Pound, the Sweet Delicate Mouth. Or... Obviously some kind of pile driver. Yeah, there's there's a lot of direction. Should we give John some time to mull over this? Well, there's yeah. also Kevin Kelly's uh, soaring and scoring. <laughs> um, John, John, do you want some time to come up? Me and Steven will answer the next one and come back to you. Uh, well, sure, we'll, but don't, we'll, but don't we'll expect... We'll come back to you next week. We'll come back to you next week. Okay. <laughs> but, don't, but don't expect anything too amazing from me. Ah, oh, no, the, the pressure's on, John. Go on, Stephen. Um, KL underscore. Do you have any? Do you have your favourite RH Cast episode? Uh, I, can't really, I can't remember like the individual ones apart from the podcast, like the uh, the interviews. But the interviews stand out because obviously they're different. But then the normal ones all kind of blend in because they were weekly, and there's a lot of really good. There was some that. I don't think I ever thought one was bad, apart from when it was perhaps just two people sometimes didn't work. But yeah, I always thought they ended quite well overall. Yeah, I always had fun doing them. So I, don't know. I mean, there's so many. There's, like, there's 120 to pick from. Yeah. I don't know if be my favourite. Number 34 and 30 were definitely my <laughs> favourites. <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of good ones. I think I think one day I'll I'll sort of progressively listen through them, and um, skip through now and again, find out bits and. One thing I, I would have liked to have done that, that would have been such a monumental task was just 
to just go through them all and just create like a montage of all the best bits, the little sort of yeah. jokes and the little segments, and not like not like the TV reports or the news discussions, but stuff where we came up with like the BJ Express and, and <laughs> stupid things like that, and just sort of keep have all those together in one little segment. Like the Christmas song was kind of like that, but it, it was obviously Christmas themed and didn't have all of it in, so that would have been cool. But I think picking one episode is impossible. Um, a couple of our Sorry, related well, like John, does he have any pick-up lines? This, this, this was it. Falca Pat, if he meets a sexy lady. Yes, Falca Pat. I doubt you're going to meet a sexy lady on our right show. To be honest, just <laughs> do you remember that thread on the forum? I saw. Yeah, <laughs> their ex-girlfriend was going to be a show or something, wasn't it? <laughs> no, that there was, was one that... they made a thread. It was like any single girls going to this. Oh picture. yeah. <laughs> no one replied. Well, one of them is obvious. It's. Do you want to know what it's like to kiss a real man? <laughs> Mike Mondo inspired. And then you can invite her to Camp Strong and then just go da 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 And then awkwardly just play, like staring me, into her let face. Let me play it. Let me play it. Oh. I can't actually tell the difference between what John sang and that song. Just... I think that was my favourite ever TV segment was when they had the one where they just like kept all kept like zooming into the women's faces. Was then... that, that Chinese girl <laughs> with like a really awkward smile and like da na na da na was brilliant. Uh, that episode, that segment's amazing. Ah, uh, um, KL's got a couple of other. Wait, 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 wait. Does John have any? Oh, has he got any more? Oh, uh, that's all I can come up with. Ah. Uh. I, I know, it's, it's it's disappointing. With with any of that, I think Marcus would be one to get some good ones for that. He always yeah. came up with uh, stuff like that. But uh, I think that Roderick Strong one's a winner. <laughs> um, KL's got a couple of Ring of Honor questions, so he might be a bit disappointed. Who can be the next ROH TV champion? Maybe Cedric Alexander. Silas Young. Yeah, why not? He's, um, if Cedric Alexander and... Uh, the other guy. Um Caprice <laughs> uh, Coleman. Caprice Coleman, that's it. If they've split yeah. up, but has Caprice Coleman is he left Ring of Runner? Is he not around anymore? He's an ordained minister. Why are you asking us this? Oh yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Alright, moving on. Um yeah, he wasn't yeah, he's an ordained minister, isn't he? If only Kevin Kelly would have told us that, God. Um do you think Eddie Edwards will return to Ring of Honor? I mean not if he's still getting paid by TNA. TNA, isn't he? Yeah. They actually, uh, him and Eddie, uh, Davey actually doing, they actually on. MVP's boys or something, that's done nice. MVP? Yeah, they had, yeah. yeah, they'd won the titles at one point, then lost they, them immediately after. They, they were here They were at a house show or something. That's what TNA normally do, like the guys that don't actually want, they don't actually want to feature on TV, they'll win it, a house show. I think MVP debuted in Scotland or something, and I was like, I'm not going to that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say AJ Styles is the next TV champion for no reason whatsoever. Nah, world champion. Not, is he? No, no, just because it would be a giant waste of him, and that seems like something Ring of Honor might do. <laughs> is he sort of back, like sort of full time then, AJ Styles? I guess so. He's been on shows. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, Chaos says greetings from Poland. Thank you for those questions. Yeah, that's one thing that I also find fascinating. 
people all over the world listen to this show. Like someone in Poland listens listens to the RH cast. And how do you understand I, the word we're saying? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's another actually interesting point is that the majority of our audience are in North America, and we have a primarily British podcast. So I do wonder if people actually understand us. Maybe that's why they think it's funny. Like <laughs> these silly accents. What are they even saying? Good thing that American guy's there. Because yeah, you mm-hmm. might have like Heck. American TV shows that I've watched where a British person's been on and they've had to put subtitles even when it's not <laughs> a really bad accent. It's like, come on, you they're speaking the same language. How can you not I understand that? Tried watching the British version of The Office once. I did not understand a single word the entire time. But that that's not even a strong accent. That's I had I had to put on subtitles. It's the only show <laughs> I've ever had to put subtitles on. Really? That's terrible. Like I've watched like other British shows, I understand them fine, but for some reason the British office, I was like, What the hell are they there, saying? I mean there there are some accents in the UK where even we don't understand them, like Scottish or you know, Yeah, I live here, I know. Scouse Liverpool accent or But like even like Adrian Neville in NXT, I can understand every word he says. That's surprising, actually. That's quite a strong accent. Oh, he's um, from Newcastle, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, that's normally quite a strong accent, that is. One thing I find quite... That I have a fond memory of is on the podcast when we'd go off on these random USA versus England sort of mini-arguments where we'd be like, Tubby Toucan, Tubby Toucan! <laughs> or arguments over the spellings of the word, like, colour and stuff like that. Because there's no reason for those words to have a U. Listen, listen, it's colour with a U. That's, that's definitive. I still haven't learned how to spell honour right. I still spell <laughs> it without the U, because I'm so used to spelling it without the U. Because... <laughs> I'm, we're not going to get into this. There's no reason to get into this again. <laughs> Some heat between the Irish cast and the... Yeah. This and is why the show's ending. We're disagreeing over spellings <laughs> of words. Yeah, yeah, some... Stephen wants to rename all the words on it, have a U in it on the website. <laughs> we can now. <laughs> um, and we've got the final questions quite aptly from some more from Marcus. Um, do you want the music again? I don't think we need it again, do we? Yeah, we do. So these are the last ever questions to be answered on the Norwich <laughs> cast, fittingly by the podcast troll Marcus, who actually appeared on episode 100, which was great to have him on, actually. Um, do you sense a strong sexual tension when Scarlett has to announce Matt Taven? They're clearly not over each other and miss the hoopla. I think we all miss the hoopla. Yes. Yeah. That, that's what killed the ROH cast. No more hoopla, no more ROH cast. This one is about match stipulation, maybe one for John. No one seems to like the Ringmaster's Challenge gimmick anymore. I think that's because it's too simple. It needs to be first full 15-minute Iron Man, second full best <laughs> out of two, three, best, <laughs> best two out of three falls, and the third fall a Ringmaster's Challenge. <laughs> With a, with okay. a sudden death 60 minute Iron Man in case of a draw. You do know there would, would be a draw definitely in Ring of Honor. Cornet would book that as well. I'd love, to, I'd love to imagine the graphic appearing to explain that. <laughs> Kevin Kelly going through it. <laughs> you still have what? John tweeting him like, that's the wrong rule, Kevin Kelly. <laughs> uh, that, that is a good idea, though. I'm sure that, that's something they'll book. Um, and the last ever question, and it has to be about someone we've we've come to love it's a little gremlin himself Tony. <laughs> yes i'm so glad this is the last question i don't think you could sh- you should consider this episode the end but rather a new beginning for you many people thought tony casino's career was over but look at him now as al torito in wwe <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Australian. Unfortunately, that means nothing to me, but I'm assuming that's funny. <laughs> yes, it is. Just just Google, I'll tell you after this. And see. So why didn't you YouTube it right now and just see what the reaction is to this we always wanted to do. We always want to do more live reactions. Well, here's the final live reaction ever. Steven is going to see El Torito for the first time ever in whatever video he finds El Torito on enters the Royal Rumble. Yeah, watch that. Watch that. Watch that. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be good. If only there was not hear it. Oh, oh no. There's two masked guys. They look like the Garnja Truth. You just wait. You just wait. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's actually Tony Casino. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's a bit too tall for Tony Casino, though, isn't it? <laughs> you got in the ring, yeah? Yeah. Where's the, where's the pole driver? <laughs> where's the pole driver? He's teaching Sam Punk a lesson, that's for sure. <laughs> that's why he quit WWE. Tony Gavina beat him up so bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, is this him out? Oh, it's... oh, here he goes. The little gremlin. Oh, he's gone. <laughs> Tony's gone. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely him. <laughs> On that note, that brings an end to the questions. Thank you so much to everyone who sent in questions this week and to everyone who sent in questions over the past two and a half years. The show would probably have ended much sooner, I think, without without the frequent questions, as we said earlier on. Um, so is that it? Is there anything else you want to discuss? Anything else you want to talk about? Any sort of behind-the-scenes stuff? I, I don't know. I don't know. I think maybe we should keep behind-the-scenes stuff behind-the-scenes. For our, for our book or whatever, I'm sure someone will be in touch to do a you know RHcast book behind the scenes and <laughs> dish the dirt. DVD documentary about. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually uh, scheduled to do a shoot interview next week. <laughs> Available on highspots.com. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so there we go then. I think that is the end of episode 120 of RHcast, which is in fact the end of the podcast forever. Um, thank you so much for everyone's support over the past two and a half years. Thank you to all the listeners. Thank you to both Stephen and John. Thank you to Des for even appearing sometimes. Thank you to every single wrestler who appeared. Thank you to everyone who sent questions in and so on and so forth. So, Stephen, what is your final words to the members of the RH Cast Force? Oh, how, final words? How, how can I sum up? Your time on the podcast or your feelings or Jeff Screw Jeff say. Jones. That, that, I think that's my, my final words. John? I am trying to fight back tears right now <laughs> as the final episode winds down, but it, these are memories that will last a lifetime. <laughs> Aww. Yeah, I've had a lot of fun doing this podcast, and uh, hopefully, I'm sure the three of us will still stay in touch. <laughs> not on Probably uh-huh. not, but... <laughs> Without the, without the podcast organised, what was it to talk about? So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you to everyone for listening. Uh, thank you for everyone's support. Thank you to Stephen and John for joining me. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And I don't know what to say because normally I say see you next week. So, well, see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> head on over to our forum if you want to continue to talk about Ring of Honor. Uh, we wish Ring of Honor all the best as a product. Hopefully, it stays as good as it apparently has been lately. And Maybe one day we'll watch it again. 
maybe not. So on that note... We're not taking a stand. No, definitely not. Thank you to everyone for their support over the past two and a half years. And this is goodbye from the ROH cast. Hello, you fools. If you're looking for the information that you need about Ring of Honor or anything else Ring of Honor related, make sure you check out these two FBI agents or three FBI agents. I don't know how many of them there are here at the ROH podcast. Did I say that wrong? (laughs) 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 It's ROH cast. ROH cast. Please hold while we attempt to complete your call. This may take a few moments. <laughs> what the oh, hell? You, you socially said you're a Vincent Man from WWE. What the hell is this? <laughs> this has all been recorded as well. Still trying. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is Nick and Matt Jackson, the Young Bucks. Wait, you wanted me to cut in right here? This is ROH cast. At rohworld.com. Oh, this is the. Oh, fuck. Sorry. <laughs> no, no problem. <laughs> Already? Hold oh, one second. And I'm sure as hell not going to sit up here and toot our own horns. But toot, 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 toot. Wrestling's greatest. Toot, 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 toot. You smell that? Toot, 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 toot. Oh, I say Ben Charlie Hoss from Ring of Honor for that. <laughs> you smell that? Oh, but the hell? That, that hospital smell? Hey, old Charlie Hoss with that. Get the They call me Ivan Ooze. suitable for pounding. You can't handle the two. Two, two, two. Get the Two, two, two. Two, two, two. Two, two, two. You smell that? Two, two, two. Two, two, two. What the hell is that? Oh my God. Paul Turner, take a look at this. Two, two, two. We called them boys! I'm gonna kill Mark Briscoe. I hate you too, my own horn, but. Toot, toot. Well, Mark Briscoe, you were covered with so much chicken grease. <laughs>